0: fortsville plantation december twenty seventh twenty nineteen four a m in the morning
1: Hey, buddy. Welcome back to Wicked Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Mike.
0: I'm your co-host, Tracy.
1: And on today's show, we're going to talk about a little trip we made uh, over the holidays down to uh, a site in Virginia uh, that we investigated and uh, had some results in. So Emporia,
0: Virginia, to be Emporia specific. Emporia, Virginia. Very, very far south in Virginia. Yeah.
1: So today uh, is the story of our trip to Fortsville Plantation. Um, and this is a place, a spot that you can Airbnb. Um, a very cool place. So, how did we decide to go down? So, you know, Tracy during her day job has been working uh, relentlessly on some stuff, and um, you know, we had a little bit of time between the holidays, and we decided, you know what, we need a couple of days to get away. Um, so I started looking around on Airbnb. And because I'm an idiot and, you know, just couldn't look for like a cabin in the woods, I'm looking around and seeing if there's like potential places to be haunted so we can kind of rope it in with the podcast. And uh, I looked uh, in driving distance of Jersey and I found Fortsville Plantation in Emporia, Virginia. It didn't say it was haunted outright and it doesn't say that on the listing or anything like that, but the building is just unbelievable way too cool Yeah, cool. (laughs) when
0: you look at the building the first thought you have is okay so where's the lady hiding in the window right and in in white so right
1: so we sent we spent our holidays with the family um and then on the 26th uh you know we decided to drive down so we were going to stay on the 26th and the 27th and then leave and come back up on the 28th uh because i had actually actually had to work on the 28th that night so um we went down it was myself Tracy uh the dogs our two jack russells and all our ghost hunting equipment um so we decided to leave early in the morning to get down there in the afternoon of the 26th and that's what we did very pleasant ride down uh we headed down to uh you know Emporia stopped only once uh, maybe a couple of times for gas Got to the place, and what's what's great about the house is it's an old plantation-looking home, Um, and it's actually on the National Historic Register uh, as a uh, historic place, and uh, it's spelled F-O-R-T-S-V-I-L-L-E if you want to take a look at it.
0: Yeah, Portsville Plantation was an actual plantation, so all those cotton fields that are around behind it that are now owned by somebody else used to be part of the plantation.
1: Yeah. And uh, the owners were very easy to deal with. We were going to be, you know, renting the place out for the two days. Um, so, got down there, and it's really nice. You, you kind of drive off um, through this little town at Grizzard, and you're going through the woods, and you come to this, you know, like horse fence, and you drive up this long driveway. It's not a paved driveway. It's just, you know, a couple of ruts in the uh, in the dirt. And as you're coming up the hill, head, the house sits up on top of the hill. It's, you know with the sun behind it. So it's really pretty.
0: And it's stunningly beautiful. It's a, it's a T shaped plantation house. So you have mm-hmm. the front that's really wide uh, with the two wings on either side. And then it goes back from the center of the house. And it's just a, you can't help. But when you're coming up the driveway, see the uh, Southern ladies in their big bell dresses walking around the front yeah. yard.
1: Yeah, it's cool. And then you drive around to the side and there's a barn around the side. And uh, in the back uh, there is a graveyard. And that's kind of what you see as you pull up.
0: Yes, um, it's a Fort family graveyard. The gentleman who built the house was actually John Mason.
1: Yeah.
0: and uh, But he married into the Fort family, which was a plantation family in that area. And uh, it's, when you go back to the cemetery, most of the people you see buried in the cemetery ha- have has the surname Fort.
1: Yeah. And uh, John Mason actually was a pretty successful dude um you know he the house as it stands today got finished in 1792 so i got a little bit of information here about it fortsville is a historic home located near grizzard Sussex county virginia its present form consists of a two-story three-bay front gabled central section flanked by one-story two-bay wings with a center section extension completed in 1792 so, that gives you a little bit of a framework of how old the home is. Uh, the frame dwelling is set on a brick foundation. Fortsville uh, was the home of statesman John Y. Mason. So, uh, John Mason was, uh, he was in the U- United States, uh, he was a U.S. representative from the state of Virginia. Uh, he was also a Secretary of the Navy, he was the U- Attorney General of the United States. Uh, United States minister to France and a United States district judge uh, of the United States district court for the Eastern district of Virginia. So this is a pretty accomplished guy uh, who, you know, went to school to be a lawyer and then uh, married Marianne Fort and, you know, they raised cotton. Uh, they got into doing that too. So the home was beautiful. Um, uh The inside was even better than the outside.
0: It was was because it's pretty much original. So you walk in the front of the house and you still have the virgin pine floors, wide plank floors uh, throughout the bottom, the downstairs as well as the upstairs. The ceilings are 12-foot ceilings. The windows are (laughs) 96-inch windows. So it's just a A walk-through. You can walk through them. It's a stunningly beautiful home.
1: And it was set up, too, so that, like, you know, in in the summertime back, Way back in the day, they would be able to open it up um, and let the air just breeze right through, Um, you know, because there were these huge double doors off the side sections, too, that, you know, at one time were functional, and I guess there were screens there, so you could just open them right up and let the breeze just come through the whole house. It must have been great. So uh, the owners themselves have actually redone the kitchen, too, and it's beautiful. Uh, They did a great job on the kitchen.
0: Yeah, the kitchen the, is the last room. So when you walk in the house, like I say, it's shaped like a T. So you walk into the the center of the T. To the uh, left is a wing with a bedroom. To the right is a wing with a bedroom. And then you walk through the living room, through the dining room, which is where those doors are on either end of the dining room that opens up to let the breeze in. Right. And then you walk through the dining room into the back area, which is the kitchen. And it's a very large room. It's probably 20 by 40. And it's just all open. The kitchen's on one wall. It's got a countertop separating the kitchen from the family room. And it's a very comfortable space, but they did a really great job to keep it in period um, look. So the cabinetry they put in is all brand new, but it's beautiful and it fits the style of the house.
1: Yeah, the decorating was beautiful. And they had it decorated for Christmas, too. They did. It
0: was so sweet.
1: Yeah, there were trees everywhere. So there was Christmas trees and, you know, a lot of different rooms. Really, really pretty. So what we decided to do was kind of chill out and then do some just audio investigating. I really didn't want to put out cameras, and I don't actually have an IR DVR system. So we basically just did a lot of recordings, audio recordings. I have about 40-some hours of audio, and what we did the other day is we went through and we just picked out um, what we could that made a visible waveform. So that's not a great way to review audio if you're uh, a paranormal It is the lazy way, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't have time, if you're two working people and you don't have time to look through it all. So I will listen to all 40 hours, but we got enough um, with what we were able to find. So uh, on the 26th, we decided to put a recorder downstairs um, to record the whole downstairs. So we had that going. And on the night of the 26th, and we've got some activity there. And on the 27th, what we did was we put a recorder once again on the second floor. And then we also put one out at the graveyard wall. So, talking about personal experiences, um, what we decided to do was there there was, from a personal standpoint for me, the one room that really gave me the heaps um, was the. I guess what you would call the front entrance room off the. The parlor, I believe, would be the appropriate name. Yeah. And there was a fireplace in there, beautiful bookshelves in in the corner where, you know, you could. It was sort of kind of like a mini library, um, but you could have put hundreds of books on these shelves. They were so big. And then it's a big, beautiful Christmas tree in there. But every time I walked through that room, I just got like the feeling like I was being eyeballed. And And that
0: center section of the house is the oldest section. So the original house was the center section and the, the bedroom on the left, the bedroom on the right and that dining space. So the, what they had done is they also had an upstairs that they then expanded as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we decided, you know, on that center section in that one room, that was the room that really gave me a lot of um, trouble. And on the first night, I got up late at night to go to the bathroom because what we originally decided to do is we were going to stay in the blue bedroom, but the bed was a little bit uncomfortable for us being tall. So the It's a full-size
0: bed. Mike and I are just... And the two dogs that don't fit in a full-size bed.
1: Yeah. And then um, we decided to stay in the other room, which we'll call the yellow bedroom. The yellow room. Yeah. And that meant that we would have to go across that front room that gave me the heebie jeebies to go over and go to the bathroom in the blue room because that was the closest bathroom. So uh, you know, three o'clock in the morning the first night I get up and, and it was like the second time I got up. I usually get up maybe like three three times a night. Um, you know, if I'm not if I'm driving that day and drinking a lot of coffee. So Uh, It was the second time I got up that night. I went through that room, and, like, if you look to the left, you can see into the dining room, and the opening into the dining room is large, very large, so it's very wide, very high. Um, And as I was walking through, we had the lights on in the front room so we would be able to see on our walk uh, over to the bathroom, but the light was off in the dining room. And when I looked to the left, I could have swore I saw – um, because it was a quick glance. I didn't expect to see anybody, but of course I'm looking because I'm looking to see if there's anybody or anything there. And I glanced over and I could have swore I saw a woman, um, with a white shirt. I really couldn't get much more detail out of that. And it was like, she was bent over, like setting the table. Um, there was nothing in her hands or anything like that. And I kind of glanced over and, you know, did a double take, and when I went, when I did my double take, she was, like, sideways and heading off to the side of the room. And I stopped, um, and that was it. It was gone. It was just, like, a quick flash. So now I got a problem. I still have to make it over to the bathroom. So I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I get across and make it over to the bathroom, and I'm in the bathroom, and I'm thinking to myself, do I wake Tracy up?
0: No, is the appropriate answer to that question every time.
1: (laughs) So um, I kind of got my wits about me, went back, looked, you know, and when stuff like that happens to you too, you're thinking, did I just imagine it, you know, but, you know, now we're about a month out and I'm pretty positive that that happened. Uh, What I saw was real. So I went back across and went to bed and I didn't even mention it, uh, you know, until I think the second day. Uh, Because we went back to bed and and that was it. And then the only other personal experience I had was uh, on the second night when we went out to place the recorder at the graveyard, uh, we were walking out and we had the dogs with us. Um, So what I had decided to do was just place the recorder on the graveyard wall to see if we could get anything. Um, And we did get a couple things. But on the trip out, uh, we had the dogs. They were off-leash um there's a big huge cotton field behind you and it goes on for as far acres as and acres can see. and acres and you know off to the left there's uh a stand of trees but they're way off too and then off to the right the trees are a little bit closer and then there's a neighboring property but there's tons of room i mean my two dogs are pretty energetic but even if they started to take off and run they make it about halfway across that distance before they ran out of energy but we're heading down uh and you kind of go downhill as you go towards the cemetery. And we got within maybe like about 20 yards of it. And I heard this weird grunting noise, um, which I attributed to like a pig type noise. And it was just bizarre. And I turned to Tracy and I said, did you hear anything? And she said, no, no, I didn't hear anything. And then a couple seconds later, Jack took off. And he's running towards the cotton field. Uh, he's the younger of the two Jack Russells. He just takes off, right? And The problem is when Jack Russells take off, they don't really have an off switch. but
0: Unless their mom screams in a <laughs> panicked voice, Jack! <laughs> and then they immediately sit on their butt because they're terrified of whatever has just threatened their mother to the extent that she screams like a banshee. And
1: they're also scared to death that their mother's going to beat the heck out of them or whatever. <laughs> like I would ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. He just dropped down and, and waited. But something made him bolt across that field. Um, and there was nothing there. We shined flashlights around, couldn't find anything, didn't see anything. So they were the two personal experiences for me. Um, the only two things that I attributed to being kind of odd. And uh, did you have any?
0: I did not. I didn't have yeah. anything. Yeah, It was very So I was absolutely... Yeah. shocked startled amused uh fascinated with the things that we heard on tape because i literally got zero yeah. zero i got nothing yeah yeah so the listening to the audio and, and like the cold opening we did it just blew my mind
1: yeah i mean only really really the only you know i had that front room made me uncomfortable and those two things happened and that was it i mean that, that was the extent of it um and it was a very comfortable stay. We really enjoyed our stay. It
0: was a beautiful place. It was very comfortable. It was very comfortable for us to wander around. The rooms are large, they're open, they have tall ceilings, the doorways are big, everything is big. <laughs> yeah. It actually makes Mike and I feel small. Um and petite people walking around this house. And yeah. it's it, it and it's not wasted space. The space is all utilized extraordinarily efficiently, but it was yeah. very comfortable.
1: So uh, I did contact the owner, um, Jessica. And I sent her along a couple of the EVPs and she was like, wow, cool. And we were going to try to get her on for this episode and we still will. Um, We'll have her on at some point. Uh, But, you know, our timing for interviews wasn't real good. So we'll get her on and maybe she'll have some stories to tell us too. Uh, But she thought the two EVPs that I sent her were cool. But we have about 10 pieces of evidence. A couple of them are hard to hear. Um, You know, if you guys want me to send you directly the link let me know um and you guys can hear you know i'll I'll email you as i can if i get a glut of people and obviously i'm not going to be able to maybe we'll put them up on the website too um so you know feel free to email us over at
0: wicked garden podcast at (laughs) gmail.com
1: and uh you can also give us a call on our hotline to which is
0: 609-800-5130.
1: Yeah. So, uh what we'll do is um we'll get into that evidence um right after we play a couple commercials for you and um we'll get into that right Next. after this word.
0: I'm Nick, the host of the UFO Chronicles podcast. With firsthand witness accounts of the strange and unexplained covering UFOs, cryptids, conspiracies, and the paranormal. Real people, real encounters. So come with us on the journey into the unknown. UFO Chronicles Podcast is available to listen to on all apps. I'll see you soon.
1: Thank you, Nick. UFO Chronicles Podcast, great Great podcast. It
0: is a great podcast. You guys should check it out. Yeah.
1: So we have our evidence together for you guys. A little bit of it. I'm not I I have forty some hours of audio and I have just looked through and seen what I can see on a waveform. So that's what this is. This I can actually physically see this with my eyes on waveform. So So I'm, what
0: he does is he plays the recording and right. where it makes a spike he goes back and listens to it because as he said, there's 40 hours of, of, uh, <laughs> of yeah. uh, recording here. And it's kind of hard to listen to. So the only
1: way to do it is for me to listen to all 40 hours. So all the silences, all the stuff that doesn't. So, you know, you can imagine. That's stuff I do when I'm in the car driving to or from work and that kind of thing. So f- this is just in waveform, and it's a lot. I so would- the
0: recording, actually, we can visualize the 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 frequency on our software yeah, that we look at. And so when he says waveform, that's what he means. So when nothing's going on, it's all the same height. And then when something happens, it the way spikes it up. spikes up. And so we don't have to go through everything that's all the same height. We just skip over right. to where it spikes up. And if
1: it spikes up top, that means it's a high pitch sound. If it spikes down low, that means it's a low pitch sound. If it spikes down on both, that means it's a big sound. So that's what we were looking for, the highs, the lows, the The stuff that spiked up, and we came up with ten. um, Yeah, ten, and
0: easily identifiable.
1: And the two that we're going to play at the end are probably the craziest things that I've ever heard. (laughs) On the last one is by far the craziest thing I've ever heard. So uh, we'll go through these. Um, The first thing we're going to do is the graveyard. So, remember,
0: this was outside, so there is some background noise from being outside.
1: So, they're going to get better as they go along. Um, This first one is a no, and it's kind of hard to hear. There's some background noise, but you can definitely hear it. And this is the Fortsville no from the Graveyard Recorder from the last night. Play it again. It's in the middle there. You can hear the noise, and then you'll hear no, and then at the at the end you'll hear it play out. Play it one more time, Trace. It's really hard to hear. So hopefully that one comes across for you for for you. But they only get better from there. Um, the next
0: this, one is not as hard <laughs> to hear. I even
1: yeah, heard it. Yeah, this one is really good. Um, you know, I've been listening to these things for a long time. That no is a class three EVP, but it's there. Um, and this first one is basically when we first put the recorder out. It's almost as if somebody comes up and is trying to test it out and see what it is by poking on it. And uh, we call this one Fortsville Ticks. Uh, and so listen
0: for a metallic click, like someone clicked lightly yeah. and quickly. It's not a long sound. It's if real you've got headphones
1: sound. and you're listening to it loud, it's going to hurt your ears. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here's Fortsville Ticks.
0: That's the second
1: one. Yeah, so the first one comes in around three or four seconds It's really
0: quick. It's like three or four seconds in, and it literally is It
1: It's like somebody hitting a fingernail on the microphone.
0: So I'm going to play it one more time. So about three seconds in, and then at about the 21st-ish second.
1: 24 seconds in, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the first one. That's the second one. And now you know why we use the software to see the wave and the spikes. <laughs> yeah, because you just yeah. listen
1: to 26 seconds of a of, of of forty hours. hour recording. Right. Well, that's an 11-hour recording in the graveyard yeah. that I still got to listen to. So those are the two ticks. And it's definitely just something coming up and kind of testing the, the recorder. And could it be an animal? Sure, it could. Um, but you know, it definitely could be something else as well. So now we move inside. Um, and what this, this recording is going to be is Tracy goes to the bathroom. And as she comes back, the recorder is set out on the dining room table uh, in the first floor. So Tracy will come back from the bathroom and you'll hear her walk back. And after she shuts the door, there's a huge bang. And then you'll hear she and I in the room arguing about who's going to go out and find out what bang is. It was not so me. It, I, it, he did not win that argument. It,
0: I did not win. Yeah, that.
1: I wind up going out. So that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear Tracy coming back from the bathroom. Um, and then as soon as she shuts the door and starts to move across the room, there's a large bang. And then we you'll hear me come out to investigate it.
0: This is also a minute and twenty four seconds. So that's me making all that noise.
1: That's your bank. That's us arguing about who's gonna go out. me losing the argument.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was the middle of the night.
1: you looking around to see what it was.
0: And you hear our noises, and you hear what we ha- sound like. And so it was a distinctive noise. It was obviously different than the footsteps you heard, the doors you heard. It was a,
1: yeah, it's a noise
0: min- that was different
1: it's just really loud and it it came from the second floor let's play it one more time as you take it off the screen sorry about that
0: Again, it's just a really different distinctive noise, different than what the noise I was creating. It's different than what you're about to hear where Mike and I are discussing. Who's going to go look?
1: And it's on the second floor.
0: and that's
1: mine going to look to see what's going on. Yeah. So, that's that was a really interesting loud loud bang. I, just to put that in perspective, the recorders on the first floor and you heard that. I it, it almost felt felt like a piece of furniture getting pushed over. And we searched the whole entire house. Nothing was out of place. It was just very very bizarre. So, we moved forward to um now we have a recorder which is placed, and this is the red recorder, the TASCAM recorder, and this is placed upstairs. And it was placed upstairs about three hours uh, prior to the what you're going to hear, and we went to bed right after we placed it.
0: So specifically, though, we put it upstairs in the nursery.
1: Yeah.
0: So it is, we're in the yellow room. So you walk in the front hall, the yellow room's to the left, It has a door. There's a great big giant living room space. And then to the right is the blue room. And the blue room is where the bathroom is. And then through the closet door, you go upstairs to the nursery door. So that's where this red recorder is. Oh, no.
1: Actually, no. It's not. No? No, no, no. No. No, No, this one is in, this is the one we put in the sitting room upstairs. So this is the one that's in the hallway. Of the sitting room upstairs. So, what this is recording is it records a bunch of footsteps.
0: It does record a bunch of footsteps. So, again, to put it in perspective, we're still in the yellow room, way off in the left wing of the house. There's the great big giant sitting room that you walk into. On the way to the blue bedroom on the right, there's a stairwell that goes upstairs. And then, when you go upstairs, uh, where this recording is, now that he's reminded me, is at the very back of the house, over. Kitchen. So, had you walked through the living room, through the dining room, into the kitchen. If you go upstairs, you walk through a hallway, a little entrance hall, into the very back bedroom. So that's where this recorder is, is way back in the back of the house on the second floor.
1: And to us, it sounds almost like a very light individual kind of walking around. And I got to be honest with you, I could have took this whole recording. And gave you 20 to 30 recordings yep. of these footsteps.
0: It was like 20 or 30 minutes that yeah. we heard through through listening to this 10-hour type from overnight. Um, it would start up, walk around, and then stop, and then start again.
1: And it's opening up closet door and closing a closet door. So that's what this one is.
0: And a reminder, this is like 2 in the morning. We're sound asleep.
1: This is a two-minute recording.
0: So at first when I was listening to this, I was like, ah, maybe it's a shutter door or whatever. Shutter or something making that noise. But um, there are no shutters on the house that move. All of the shutters are, are, you know, decorative only. They don't, they're not the type that close. Uh, So it wasn't a shutter. Uh, Has a brand new roof on it. (laughs) So there's nothing flapping on the roof. We had walked around the whole exterior of the house. There's no loose. The doors that are not open are literally boarded and nailed shut. Yeah. So there's nothing that would just swing no. and make that noise. No. Um, and, and then there's, that there's a lot noise of time. when they open the closet is just very yeah, distinctive. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And
1: there's a lot of time on this recording um, where there are no footsteps. But it's amazing how many times there are footsteps on the recording. And I literally could have ran that clip for out, out to like three and a half minutes before the footsteps stopped. And you'll hear that actual... Um, Closet door come in at like about two minutes, so why don't we play from like one forty to two ten on that one again? All right, and we'll play this for you guys again. And this is one forty. Yeah,
0: right now is one forty.
1: Amazing. It is amazing. And if you're wondering why, you know, we went up in the morning to look. And I, I took notice. I, I do visuals on all that other good stuff. I make sure I know what doors are closed, what doors are open, what uh, bureau drawers are open, what bureau doors are closed. And that's obviously a, I believe, what is the wardrobe closing in the big bedroom? Um, Because that would be about maybe 15 feet from that recorder. And that recorder is a TASCAM. So that's a music recorder. It's a very sensitive recorder. It's got double microphones on it. Um, And they are the microphones that capture noise from all around. So it had to be that wardrobe that was 15 feet away opening. So it's like somebody's just walking around a room and then, you know, opening the wardrobe up. And later on, um, the same noise happens again. We're going to play that clip for you. And that may very well be why it was closed because it sounds sense and that recording, it sounds like it was closing it. So this is uh footsteps bang to Fortsville. That sound is so loud.
0: It is very loud. It's it's just so loud. And it's loud. the exact same sound we heard before. Right, right. Right, so it's not like a new sound. But the other
1: one sort of kind of goes, and then you kind of hear, it, it almost, you can get like a sense of the door opening, and then that one is just like boom, shutting it.
0: I guess, they sound the same to me. I don't know, it's, yeah. it's, it's bizarre. It is bizarre. So now we get to the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, so So these are just the random recording, the first six things you listen to. Were just the random random recordings of things that we heard that we heard on the audio tapes after we went back and reviewed them. That
1: rep- produces a visible waveform.
0: That produced a visible waveform. So maybe there, even there more could there. be more that we just did not see yet.
1: And this one is an EVP session that I performed on the first night. Um, and this first EVP, I kind of screwed up when I clipped this out. Um, i'm going to ask a question and the answer comes at the very end so what we'll do is we'll play that and then we'll play like the last three three or four seconds and we'll we'll play it a few different times so you can hear it and this is a very breathy voice at the end of this and on all these evps i would ask a question and it took
0: forever
1: to get an answer
0: it it was a delayed response and qu- and i'll be honest with you this first one i'm not, i don't hear it but and i barely heard it when it was the whole clip um and i don't hear this is a breathy one one. this This, is almost like the
1: no in the graveyard but i've been listening to these things for a lot more years than you have oh i'm not saying it's not there i'm just saying my ears are tuned in tuned
0: to it yeah and here we go It, it would be at the end of this mr mason did
1: you have this house built So it's like right at the end, you hear like a little you hear a male's voice, I'm just gonna play the end again. Because right Yeah, it just ticks up a little bit there. So that one's a little bit hard to hear. Uh, have no. This idea next one is not saying. hard to hear. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything from here on out. It, well, this this first one, as far as we can tell, it's saying, "What's that?"
0: And it's a man's voice after he specifically is talking to Marianne. Woman
1: a question. Right. So, yeah, we'll play that one for you. And once again, it comes at the, at, you know, there's a good seven or eight second delay. Marianne, were you happy in this home?
0: There it was. What's yeah, you'll actually
1: hear like me, one of my no, famous nose whistles, and it'll go, What's that? Right
0: there. Oh. What's
1: that? It's, it's pretty it's clear. so creepy.
0: What's that? Wow. The nose whistle or the what's that is creepy? Both. <laughs> there
1: I go. I got it pretty good right here.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. It's obviously a male voice uh, while he was trying to talk to and Obviously, not this male's voice. So, that's um, a class A yeah,
1: And it doesn't, the weird thing is, it doesn't have a Virginia accent, as far as I can tell.
0: Uh, who knows what the accent sounded like back then yeah. because you're talking about English people and French people. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it would not have been, they make things up when they show like Gone with the Wind and these deep, deep Southern accents. Those people right. could not possibly have had that accent yet.
1: This one is right in your face. And once again, there's a delay after I ask the question and it's not an answer to the question, it's just a general um,
0: response. Well, it's kind of an answer because you're asking yeah. specifically about the new owners let's play it. and there's yeah. a woman's response. Yeah.
1: Here we go. Are the new owners doing a good job keeping up the house?
0: Evidently not, because she's cold. Hmm. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) This is a really good one, man. And, hey, by the way, I know last time we did EVP show, somebody complained. They are like, oh, it was so loud. I got to play it loud for you guys to be able to hear it. The the volume is going to go up and down. So I'm going to play it again. I'm not going to play the question. I'm going to play the response so you can hear it again.
0: Yeah, so she's cold. So no, they're not doing a good job.
1: And that's obviously not your voice. It
0: is not my voice, and I was the only other female, female. There, there. Right, it was only you and me. There, we were just by ourselves. Daisy, Daisy doesn't yeah. speak to us often, so it could right. be her alter ego coming out in the middle of the night.
1: So that's a class A EVP. First one I had in a really long time. It's, it's, it's a really good one. Um, now probably the most disturbing thing (laughs) was part of our cold opening (laughs) was what you guys heard in a cold opening. And at first when I heard it, it, first of all, it happens at four o'clock in the morning. And this is on the downstairs Mm -hmm. recorder that is on the dining room table. And this is the white recorder. Uh, which I seem to get more EVP action with for whatever reason. It's an older digital recorder, and I get more with that EVP-wise. I get the disembodied stuff with the task cam. So I did a really good job of picking which ones to use where. So in our cold opening, you heard uh, what you heard. And when I first clipped it out, I wrote old doorbell.
0: He's wrong.
1: (laughs) And then I... I got it. I set it to the side and Tracy came up and listened to it one time and I think she nailed it.
0: I do. I think I nailed it. What did you say? I say it's an old telephone ring.
1: It really is. Yeah. It's, it's one of those it's crazy. old crank box telephones. Yep. I mean, like and the crank four wooden box in the with morning. the
0: black speaker and the black handheld thing. No numbers, no dials, <laughs> nothing. Right? Just the little handle that you bring back and forth. Right. And then it's got the bell attached on the front of the telephone. Right? And so this is what it sounds like to me. This was in the middle of the night. And we were just doesn't asleep.
1: pull the hair up on the back of your neck at four o'clock in the morning in the middle of the night.
0: Nothing will.
1: Check your pulse.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> it is a telephone ring. So here's the other interesting part. There is no old telephone in that, in that no. plantation. You guys can write the owners. You can ask them questions. There is not an old telephone in that, in that building. And that is an old telephone ring.
1: Yeah, so that is one of the most incredible things I've ever personally caught. We'll play it again for you.
0: crazy that's amazing that one's amazing i came upstairs and mike was all excited wake up i know we didn't wake up we didn't wake up we didn't hear it we didn't hear anything but he was reviewing all the audio and i came upstairs his eyes are all big he's like you have to hear this (laughs) i'm like yeah 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 right because this is the guy that hears no right and gets all excited about it oh he says no i'm like okay if you say so so my expectations were outrageously low when he was so excited about hearing this, I'm like, okay, yeah, right. It's going to be barely visible, you know, barely audible. I'm not going to be able to really hear it. What
1: else is now with our married life?
0: No, it's, <laughs> it's just true. You get all excited about things that I can't hear all of the time. Right. So my expectations were outrageously low. And that was the coolest thing I have ever heard that we have recorded ever. It was just outrageously awesome cuz I know I was there. I know it wasn't there. I know it wasn't in the house. There was nothing in the house that could have made that noise.
1: Yeah. So Fortsville Plantation, haunt it.
0: Emporia, Virginia. Take a ride. It's worth the ride. Uh
1: Yeah. And we we I think the group um our paranormal group is going to get together and go down there for a weekend. Yeah, it's a, a great a,
0: place for like a girls weekend out because yeah. there's like eight individual beds quite frankly I mean, you're really far from anywhere <laughs> so you hard, gotta bring your from own fun, but. but the kitchen is awesome you can cook uh there's beautiful porches to sit on uh definitely you know in the middle of the night you're gonna catch something because we did and and we, we really didn't work that hard at it either no i, mean, I still worked. haven't
1: really reviewed the audio right I and mean, this is stuff that has visible visible waveforms so jessica the owner is awesome too um maybe what we'll do is we'll put the Airbnb link into the, the show notes. We can put
0: the Airbnb link into the show notes and yeah. then I'm looking forward to the rest of our investigative team us finding a date that works for everybody.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a it's a virtual training ground for us because we have a lot of people who um have experience investigating the paranormal and we have some people that don't. So right. it'd be a great place for us to all go down and mix. Um Mike Morrison would bring his uh, camera system. So maybe we'll even catch something on cam, you know, because he has an IR DVR yep. system with a bunch of cameras so we can wire the whole house for, for video too, as well. So I definitely think we'll be back down there and uh, checking this place out. I mean, we're not even trying hard and we're getting this evidence out of there. So, uh, yep. Fortsville plantation, definitely cool. Definitely haunted. Really cool place. Hey, I'm Matt DeSanto. I'm famous. Google me. Anyway, when I'm not busy racking up prizes on Wheel of Fortune, I'm listening to Wicked Garden Podcast. Yeah, Fortsville was a a very cool place. It was a great trip. Yeah, So I want to take care of some business here at the uh, end. If you have a haunting, a cryptid sighting, a UFO sighting, anything along those lines, please reach out to us and get together with us on our
0: email, which is? Podcast at gmail.com.
1: And you can also record up to a a three-minute story On our hotline, which is
0: 609-800-5130.
1: And we actually have some room right now for listener stories. So if you guys want to reach out to us, that'd be great. I know you guys must have some type of haunted story or whatever, and you don't have to carry a whole show. Remember that, Um, you know, you know, we can put listener story shows together.
0: Yeah, I think we also need to do some proactive uh, reach out to some of my friends from Arkansas who I know have stories.
1: Yeah. And we're working on uh, another episode of Beyond the Garden Gate. Um, Just briefly, we got a police report for that. Um, And there are some shocking things in the police report. Yes, the police
0: report was another, oh, wow. It was another one of those things where I was not anticipating uh, much to be excited about. And I was dead wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're prepping another episode of that for you guys, too. We're hoping to have that out this weekend as well. Uh, Maybe hit you with both. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Um, and we're going to examine the timeline and let you in on what's in that police report. Uh, but we did take a ride out yesterday, and I'm going to post a couple videos today uh, for you guys to take a look at
0: on our Facebook page. Yeah.
1: And what we wanted to do is we wanted to recreate the timeline, um, you know, on our own, like actually drive the route that Barry dro- drove. Um, and there's a couple videos there. One video was us driving in from, uh, you know, the last area uh where there's like houses and paved road into where barry's tree stand is
0: well where his truck was found for sure right
1: yeah and there was a tree stand there too about 100 yards away uh so where his truck was found and then another ride out and i think when you guys see the video you'll be able to wrap around why we're so confused as to how he could possibly get lost where he was um so i think that'll help you guys i'll have both videos up today i tried to post one yesterday and you know, Facebook, Facebook me. I <laughs> don't Gotta know where Facebook. it is. It downloaded, it was supposed to go up, and then it never actually did. But I'll get them up today for you guys to take a look at. And, um, you know, we're working on some other stuff. Uh, got a good interview uh, this afternoon with somebody uh, who is a unique UFO experiencer. Um, this is somebody right on the cutting edge so uh, of the new stuff. So that should be cool, too, as well. So,
0: one other thing, we really need to give a shout out to those Patreons of ours, Lynette, Marie, uh, Penny, and Georgie. We appreciate their their patronage.
1: Yep. Thanks, guys. And uh, we will see you guys next week.
0: Have a good weekend. (laughs)